Hey, what's going on, everyone? My name is J.R. Robinson. I'd like to welcome you back to my podcast, When He Speaks Erotica, from a man's perspective. And as always, I want to say thank you to the listeners, everyone who, you know, take the time out to support this, this podcast. Greatly appreciate you. Thank you. Tonight's topic, the language of lust, talking dirty to your lover. So please sit back and relax. Let me talk to you. All right. Um, As I said, tonight's topic is the language of lust, talking dirty to your lover. In many ways, communicating all the freaky ass shit that you think about is better than removing your clothes. Honestly, in, in, in the latter part of that, what you're doing, you're exhibiting your body while in the former, you're exposing your soul. There's nothing wrong with showing off your body. There's nothing wrong with taking off your clothes to have sex. But there's a lot that's right when you express what it is that you want, need, and desire. How to get started with dirty talk. Dirty talk is a kind of conversation that happens between two people or multiple people when they get to know each other or during an activity where they want to get close. It's about sharing thoughts, feelings, and experiences in a way that makes the other person feel heard, appreciated, and understood. If you're struggling with keeping the conversation going during intimate moments, ask a question about your partner's thoughts. Probe their mind. See if they're open to sharing some type of experience. Share your own personal story and observation about your own life. Tell something that you probably haven't told nobody before. You haven't said anything to somebody in years about. Or talk about your emotions or difficult topics about anything, any type of situation. I know for me, um, I've always uh, posed the question, something happened and and if I was confined to a wheelchair, would you fuck with me? A lot of people say, yeah, I'm there with you, ride or die, whatever. But honestly, I can only think of two people. Maybe one and a half. The other one, it depends on the day. And if if, if her uh, purse is filled with money. I'm not saying she a gold digger, but she ain't messing with no But yeah, I mean, she's good people, but you know, as far as taking care of a cat, eh, I don't know. I would, I would have to see it to, to believe it. Consent and communication. 
in the bedroom, dirty talk is a defining element of any relationship. Controversial, yeah. Irresponsible, yeah. Sexually explicit, of course. But what are the stakes? In every relationship, there is a trade-off between intimacy and sexuality. Between having someone next to you and wanting to explore your boundaries or desires. In the bedroom, it is important to keep all those things in mind. Performance can be enhanced by well-timed dirty talk. What makes this so difficult is that each of these goals has its own set of, I'm sorry, each of these goals has its own set of risk for both parties and the relationship. Some are some, I'm sorry. So here are some ways that shit can go loud. Sexual excitement can 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 ruin can be ruined by either partner babbling about sex too much too soon. If someone is with you for like a couple of days and all they're talking about sex, you might want to go ahead and get them out of your life. Nine times out of ten, that's what the relationship is going to be based on from their point of view. They don't see you as anything else. They don't see anything beyond sex when it comes to you. So you're you're always gonna be a a, um, a place for them to. Uh, you're gonna always be a target for them to hit. Put it to you like that. The next one is the performance become boring. And this is a common one. Um, I think a lot of people, well, you know what? I'm going to put it to you like this. Have you ever seen the movie Color Purple? And the character Mr. comes in to do his business with his wife, Celie. That's when sex is boring. When you consider sex as doing your business with your mate, partner, woman, man, whoever you fucking, it's boring. It's like a job. If I gotta do my business, and even though it's a different term for what now, could be several terms. Uh, I can't think of one right now, but doing your business, same thing as fucking uh, screwing or having sex. But it has a more negative feel to it. So all I am to you is somebody just to do your business with. Like you go into the restroom, you're just going to deposit or you're just going to get off and move on as if nothing happened. There's no feeling. There's no romance. There's no no intimacy with this shit. 
Nah, keep that boring ass sex. And the last one is communication skills of both partners can decrease. When you're not addressing an issue, when there's something that's weighing heavy and you don't and you choose not to address it or you choose not to deal with it, but then you want sex. How you know I'm ready to have sex when we haven't discussed the issue on the table? Mentally, I can't move past what we need to talk about. So communication plays a huge part when it comes to talking. Giving full consent in a a committed relationship requires more than just saying yes. There are needs there needs to be an understanding on both sides about which what each partner is willing, not just able to do sexually. And consenting means engaging fully in the com- in the discussion before any part of sex happens. It's described in many ways. But I personally see it as something like consent is voluntary. You have to ensure that everybody's on the same page. There's no misunderstanding. If I don't want you trying to climb my face, understand that. Don't try to climb my face. If a woman doesn't want a man to try to enter her from behind, that forbidden hole, and that's what that means. Don't don't force yourself back there. And the last one is consent. The next one, I'm sorry, can consent can always be withdrawn at any time. If I say no, stop. Don't take it no further. Don't try to convince me. Don't try to pursue me, persuade me to do something that I'm not willing to do sexually leave it alone back off get the fuck out of here (laughs) whenever something don't feel right each party can withdraw from the act without explanation i don't owe you shit i ain't gotta tell you nothing just not i'm just not feeling it so pull up be gone practice make perfect We spend a lot of time talking about intimacy, and rightly so. It's one of the most powerful human relationships we have, and yet it's one of the most misunderstood. Most people think intimacy means a feeling of closeness or connection between two people. And you know, that is true for some people, but intimacy includes much more than that. There's trust acceptance, and that feeling of belongingness that comes with intimacy. It is these feelings that make intimacy so powerful. And they are all things. Each one of them are things that can only be established during an intimate conversation. You got to talk about this. You got to talk about trust. You got to talk about acceptance. 
You got to talk about, hey, I want to feel like there's some type of, you know, thing that's going on where I I belong with you or or this this relationship or this this thing that we got going has some type of meaning. You're not just using me to, to use me. Yeah, I enjoy fucking you, but I need more than that. And that's where you have to say that shit. You have to make it known before you even do anything. Look, this, this, before we go any further, this these are the ground rules that I need set in place. Dirty talk usually considered a part of sex can take place before and after the act as well. The idea is that we often think things during sex that we would never say to the other person. This is because we feel safe and not inhibited by everyday life and its rules. It's important to practice what you say beforehand for this reason. Using all of your senses. Most people talk dirty with sight and touch being their primary senses. And there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, you're in your comfort zone and you you do what you do, you do what you feel. But think about all the fun you will have if you let your imagination explore the endless possibilities. I'm gonna give you a couple examples of some phrases that's associated with dirty talk. I love how you smell. I'm getting drunk up your scent. First time I ever heard that. Wish I had that in my arsenal years ago. <laughs> I love how you smell. I'm getting drunk off your scent. So anybody who's been drunk, you know that that's a feeling that you're just in a different zone, different place of mind. You know what I'm saying? But that feeling, even though it's, it's it's crazy to be drunk, that feeling can feel incredible. And I'm not talking as if I'm some recovering wine or alcoholic. I had my day, but I, I don't think I've ever been where I had a, pop, a problem with drinking. But just to be drunk off somebody's scent for one, the scent got to be powerful as fuck. And two, you really have to be feeling that person to encounter that that feeling, you know. The next one is, mm, baby, I love the sound that you make. And that type of communication is you, you, you quiet. You just moaning or groaning or whimpering. And it sounds good to the person that you are with. Not saying a word, but just humming (laughs) to the vibe. You know what I'm saying? The next one is, I need to feel you next to me, baby. When I was in Saudi Arabia, we had this uh, area where everybody, well, I think they had like, 
six, seven, eight, nine phones in one little area. Um, and it wasn't like phone booth. It was more like where you had phones and you had someone, you know, kind of close to you. So you can, if they're, t- if they're talking loud, you can pretty much hear the conversation. More than one people, more than one person. And the number one thing that I remember hearing was, I need to feel you next to me. When you out to sea in Saudi Arabia for what, three months, four months? I think it took a month to get there, two weeks to get there, two weeks to get back. So almost four months in a different country. And you hadn't seen your lover, your mate, your partner for like four months. What's that? 130, 30, 30, 120 days. You desire something as small as feeling that person next to you. In most cases, it was a woman because it was a ship full of men. So um, I don't know who was doing whatever, but most of the guys on there that I know of had women. And I know that because when we came back, out to sea, we had the wives and girlfriends were able to come down the pier and watch us pull in tops. So, 97% of the people that was down there waiting on us to come back in were women. So, but when you are away for four months, you crave that feeling for your woman just to be next to you. And those simple words meant so much because everybody was feeling that. It was about eight or nine of us. I need to feel you next to me, baby. (laughs) Baby, I miss you so much. You don't know how it will feel to have you next to me right now. Next one is just wait till you get home. All right. Just wait till you get home. It's hard. Meaning, you go to work 6.30. You get that text or that phone call around 8.30. So that's, what, 10 hours? You get off work at 6.30. So that's 10 hours. You got to think about that text or that message. Just wait until you get home. And it can mean a variety of things. It can mean so many things. But in your mind, You know, broke it down to sex. You know, broke it down to they're going to rock my socks when I walk through that door. In your mind, you think you're going to get done. You think you're going to get it. Going to get that good loving for 10 hours. Shit, you might even fuck up, you know, what you're doing at work. Because that's on your mind so heavily. I speak from experience. I've had that message and messed up a a job (laughs) that I was doing. Had to scrap all the product because I was thinking about somebody who left me a message. And the last one is choke me. Yeah. When it comes to the words 
choked me. At first, you're nervous as fuck. But you're also intrigued. Because you want to see how much you can choke that person, how much they will enjoy it, and how those two elements come together. You choke in, they enjoy it. How they going to blend? What's going to be the outcome? Is she going to have an orgasm because you're choking her? Are you going to come a little bit harder? Will she pass out? Hoping that she don't pass out, but if she does pass out, she come back to, you know, and then she's able to open her eyes and function, have some great sex, all because they said choke me. Haven't choked that many people. Two, three. Each time. <laughs> Each time, it's been one hell of an orgasm, one hell of a sex escapade. That shit is definitely on some different shit. Incredible feeling. Incredible. Choke me. I even had somebody try to choke. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Um, no. We're not doing it. My big ass is not going to let you choke me out and I pass out. And, and she had small hands. But they were strong. Like when we would hold hands, her shit was strong. She would grip my hand like tight. I mean, like tight, almost squeezing my knuckles together. I'm like, I had to let her know, ease up on the hand holding. Shit. So, no, you can't choke me with them hands, even though they small. Fuck around and have me passed out and people laughing. Nah, I'm good. Okay. Everyone needs to communicate their needs in the bedroom. Understanding what you want helps everybody feel more comfortable and satisfied. Make sure to be safe when exploring your sexuality. And make sure to also try talking about issues that may arise when it comes to intimacy. There's two important things that everyone should be open and comfortable comfortable talking about. And hear me when I say this. The first one is the clitoris. This is where most women get pleasure during sex. So it is critical for the sexual partner to know how to stimulate this area properly. Let me say that again. There are two important things that everyone should be open and comfortable talking about. The first one is the clitoris. This is where most women get their pleasure during sex. So it is critical with a sexual partner to know how to stimulate this area. The second one is consent. Consent can be given or taken away at any moment. So both parties needs to be listening during the act of intimacy. Now, 
the reason those two are important in my eyes because men it don't take much for us to get satisfied it don't take much for us to to achieve an orgasm we can look at somebody touch them the next thing you know we're done we finished with a woman it's a little bit more detailed a little bit more effort and energy so you gotta be willing to match her stroke for stroke if she needs you to go be a little bit longer go a little bit longer if you gotta roll up your sleeves and get up all up in there roll up your sleeves and get up all up in there do what you gotta do to please that woman consent if you're not feeling it stop it and move on you don't owe nobody no explanation if it's not right for you then move on stop the whole process and whoever you know you consent with must hear you and respect you and with that i'm gonna go ahead and end this podcast i want to thank everybody for listening um different topic um something that just popped up not too long ago a couple of days ago and i jumped on it so i hope that um you enjoyed it and if there's anything you want to talk about hit me up at when he speaks erotica at gmail.com um thank you for the support um the book is still doing well hearts seduction my first ebook please check it out on barnes and nobles um amazon kindle and google place no apple play store um thank you everybody have a good night take care of yourselves be safe out here in these streets drink plenty of water talk communicate relate to one another enjoy each other take care of each other and i'll talk to y'all saturday night peace